Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quinoa lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Yes, sir. You know, I'll have one of those. So will I. Certainly. My friend, bring me one as well. Keep the fruit. That's it? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast. Hey, Secret Agent Drew here. And 003 Nathan. And this is Jack Lachief. Ooh. Oh, the villain. <laughs> what a tell. Oh, I should just call myself D. <laughs> oh. Oh. Although there is no Q. There is no Q. Not yet. We don't we don't get a, his, uh, a fancy gadget man. His origin story is not here yet. No, no, but we do get a beautiful and lovely Judy Dench. Oh, she's amazing. I do like her as I M. Do. Who doesn't I love do, her as I M? Back back from the days of Goldeneye, when M was replaced by a woman. Not a woman! Not a woman! <laughs> Meet M. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, thank you for joining us for the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. And tonight, tonight, it is the remake of... Casino Royale! Casino Royale. Mm. Pew, pew. So, Bond. James Bond. <laughs> so this was my action film that I picked. And I'm going to take just a quick yeah, t- 60 tell seconds. Us, tell us 60 like, you can you, take as long as you want. 60 seconds on the clock hole, Matt. And I'm going to defend why this movie... I love how you're already on the defensive. I, because, I don't you know think what? anyone here is going to oh, like hate it. <laughs> it. You know what? Maybe it's just like uh, you know Winterfell. I'm just preparing for winter. <laughs> but just in case. You never know. Because winter is always coming. This Bond film was very different than a lot of other Bond films that we got before. I would and, agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why... Like fully, but this was a spoiler alert. My favorite Bond film, and still is my favorite Bond film. Did it tickle your balls? This <laughs> a little. Did, did you have oh, an itch for it? I had an itch. A little to the right. <laughs> to the right. To the right. Like, <laughs> and this, this got it. I loved. It. I loved the action up front. I loved the action in the middle. I loved. I think it was kind of like, uh, could we have picked maybe a, a, a better location? <laughs> <laughs> the sinking city. Um, there are there. It's it has some flaws, but at the same time, but very mo- few. This movie, as an action film, is so solid. It has great, great stunt work. Some amazing location shots. I, I, I love the story. Love. Most of the actors and their characters, yeah, 
Well, your nipples just got hard while you were talking. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but it, this is a great, fun film. It's like Ava Green and a negligee. Miss mm. Broadchest? Miss Broadchest. <laughs> That's not who I am. You'll have to take my word on it. Mm. So yeah, this, this movie is a lot of fun. I can't wait for us to dive into it. So without further ado, or did you want to fight? What? No, no it's going to no, fight I, I don't want to fight, but uh, I, I'm kind of curious. What were your... Like your other contenders, mm, like, because uh, action, what was the battle royale? Action that is a led very you to for Casino Royale, big, or were you off the bomb, cuff just option. like Casino Royale? So, if you follow the timeline of, I mean, Bond, you have what I would call, and we're we're actually going to get into a segment later on. We, oh, P.S. Everyone, just like this reboot. We have a, uh, a this episode and maybe this episode only, but maybe all episodes from here on out rebooted. New segments almost every, maybe every episode specifically designed for that movie. I think that's a, I think it's a fun idea. Wow. Grab bag because, of choice. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, we do already talk about favorite scenes and favorite lines anyways. Anyways. So, I mean, it might not hurt. And to, we're going to have some fun with it. To cut the segments out. Yeah. You're cutting so, out the cut it out? Cut snip, snip, it snip, out. snip, 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 snip. Which almost happened to Bond. Oh, oh touche. So should we get into the trailer, or do we? Would you want me to uh, jump into all of a sudden why? No, let's get into a trailer. Let's get they, into the trailer. They gotta get on the yeah, same man. level as us. Get on our level. All right. Big ante. Ooh. Your file shows no kills, Bond. But to become a double O, it takes... How did you die? Your contact? Not well. You needn't worry. The second is... Yes. Considerably. The man was Le Chiffre, private banker to the world's terrorists, which would explain how he could set up a high-stakes poker game at Casino Royale in Montenegro. If he loses this game, he'll have nowhere to run. You're the best player in the service. The Treasury has agreed to stake you in the game. But if you lose, our government will have directly financed terrorism. I will be keeping my eye on our government's money and off your perfectly formed house. You noticed. I hope our little game isn't causing you to perspire. It doesn't bother you, killing those people. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. How's our girl? Melted your cold heart yet? James, get the girl out. You're not going to let me in there. You've got your armor back on. I have no armor left. (laughs) You've stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me, whatever I am, I'm yours. The only question remains, will you yield in time? Thank you. 
And that's how you do Bond, baby. It beautifully cut trailer. I no, like it. No, that that it's a that's a great trailer, and uh, I like it's got elements of the intro, which the intro for this Bond I think is very very different than your normal, like your infiltration right out of the gate. It's, it's completely breaking the formula. Yeah, it. and it black and white, and cuts back to his first kill. Like mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like when with most of the other Bond movies, we pick up where Bond has been Bond for quite some time, and this is. This is Baby Bond. This is Baby Bond. He's and getting he's getting his marks. He's becoming a double O. And I mean, again, beautifully cut, beautifully cut trailer. All the scenes that you want to see to entice you to go see the movie. I don't like the fact that they put uh, Vesper's character the 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 road scene where he has to veer to not hit her because I thought that was a that was a great part of the movie where you're like, oh, he's totally gonna catch up to them, and then he you know sees her on the road and he's like, shut. Yeah, it it does kind of lend itself to adding, a, throwing out a little bit too much. Which trailers, after you watch the movie, you can look back and go, "Oh my gosh, why are they showing that?" But when you're watching it, just like any Game of Thrones or you know Avengers trailer that you break down a million times nowadays, you're like, "Oh my gosh, what does this mean? What does this mean? Could this be you know something they just shot for the trailer? Is this something that you know, it it still has?" Like you said in the beginning, I I do. At first, I was like, oh, maybe I don't like that they showed so had so much of the intro because that intro is so solid. That, that does rob the viewer a little bit, and and you don't get much from it. But they also put one of the last scenes into the yes. trailer too, which was Bond dressed to the nines with like the assault rifle mm-hmm. that he shot Mister White with, mm. um, and that's the only time you see Bond dressed like that holding that weapon, and the only time that he you know does do his cliche catchphrase not only have the bond, actual bond, bond music he does the whole you know bond and james I, bond i think is is that the heaviest weapon that he uses in the in the movie yeah, in yes. this movie in this movie yes yeah. yeah which is awesome that he does so much with so not, i want to say so well, but little, that's always but getting that's FedEx always been, pistols by right. the uh, british government that's always so. been the calling card of like james bond he has the little you know the tiny little or gun. golden gun the walther yeah. boom pp yeah, it's the PP. PP7. Mm. Oh, PP7? PP7. Mm. <laughs> so again, this movie starts out so different from all the other Bonds and then goes into a very hardcore parkour that... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Come at I'm, me, bro. I'm well, not I even, told you. It, I'm, I'm not ready. even mad I that it's like love. seven in, minutes. In, Loved in, it. In defense of this, before we get into the, the hardcore parkour scene, I realized that this was, what, 2004? Yes. And that's sort Four? of... The, no, 2006. True. It's 2006. Yeah, 2006 when parkour was... The height. Was sort of... But during the parkour chasing, like the 10-minute long parkour chasing... Seven worth it. Minutes. Worth it. Should have been I, 10 minutes. I just, kept on, <laughs> I just kept on seeing clips from the office in my head. Of parkour, Michael parkour, parkour! Parkour! Okay, we all go together or we go one at a time. Here it is, here it is. Uh, truck... To refrigerators, to dumpster, 360 spin onto the palace, backflip gainer into the trash can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hardcore, parkour, 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 parkour. I'm right behind you, Andy. Come on. Gainer. <laughs> yeah. And and then how does a bomb maker also like a badass parkoursman? And I, I don't know he if has that's to a be. real word, but <laughs> he has well, to be. <laughs> he has to be. When he's making bonds. Uh, but oh, there's bonds. a sizzle? Is it going to blow? <laughs> parkour. 
parkour, parkour out of the way. Even even when like James gets his backpack and he's rummaging through it to get like the cell phone and everything on there, he sees that there is literally a bomb inside, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll delicately." But I'm thinking nothing about that parkour and him running around <laughs> jumping was delicate. If it was going to blow up anything, James, it's not going to be you setting it down ever so lightly. <laughs> and as much as it's like kind of say you Bond accidentally knocks him off that high crane. And he falls to his death. Well, then guess what? That phone smashed. One less He's, bomb maker. Uh, yeah. The bomb blows. It. Like, yeah, probably not the best. But for action's sake, high freaking octane <laughs> i love Hot the scene damn. where he's chasing him through the rafters and the dude with the welding torch turns around like he just sees a guy coming at him in his first instincts to be like ah ah like trying to get him with the torch like Good. i'll weld you up <laughs> who are you get out of here but but before they even get to the the construction site like the mongoose fight like i get that it's reinforced like shatterproof glass on the uh, oh the, on, uh, the loader or the oh, the geez. earth mover but Shatterproof doesn't mean bulletproof, and Bond doesn't even flinch doesn't when like flinch. three shots three go, bullets. go yeah. through the window. And he's I mean, like, he's like, oh, uh, this is a Cat ninety eight. <laughs> no, those things are rated for for hollow point for yeah, construction no, in war zones. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> and I mean, it's much like every single person that is I don't want to say inefficient, but not really noticing what's happening. Let alone the tarmac at the airport. But at that construction site, who's not going to notice the only white guy walking into the construction yeah. site and stealing this massive piece of uh, construction equipment and then driving it away? Also, who leaves the keys? <laughs> who's leaving the keys there? Somebody. And then he crashes it and into the construction it. site. Uh, That's going to set them back and then, so, so far. That's months of work. His knowledge of construction and cranes, like he's like, well, we'll just release these pipes to crash down. Like... <laughs> This, 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 this construction site is an OSHA nightmare. <laughs> in fact, the whole country of Madagascar is, in fact, an OSHA nightmare. <laughs> I love it, and I love the fact that he's the easiest bomb maker to pick out because of all the scars and the burn marks. Could they not have picked anybody? Him? Like, hey, maybe somebody that uh, hasn't been blown up to bits. How, uh, how will we recognize him? Well, he has scars all over his face. Oh, and a Nokia phone. I'll, I'll, I'll recognize the Nokia. Oh, and they... So that is well, one... Of course he's a bomb maker because he's got a Nokia phone and those things are indestructible. <laughs> and So product placement in this film... I will hand this to everyone that's like, oh, this this bond sucks. There's so much product placement. Yeah, I I gotcha. Sony Ericsson. Sony is all over this film. Sony's all over the film. Even when they're on the train and Eva Green is like, oh, is that a Rolex? So it's not even showing the watch yet. But immediately the product placement of of wording, is that a Rolex? And he says, oh, no, it's Omega. And looks at the the camera and winks. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. So first off, it's it's showing that, one, she thinks that an Omega watch is either just as flashy or possibly just as expensive looking as a Rolex. So not only are you hyping Rolex, they're hyping Omega watches. Yeah, but I I read that they... They actually tried to limit some of the product placement because product placement in in some of the final who's Goldeneye. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pier, some of the Pierce Brosnan movies was was sort of getting over the top. Yeah, well, and th- so you have Brosnan as uh, just the ultimate kind of uh, smirking Bond. Just <laughs> not flagrantly like we don't give a shit, but just that kind of bond that you're like, wait a minute, are we too off the, the are we too lazy with our bond stuff? Are, 
is our generation getting to this point where we just want like really cheesy, really hammy, meh, 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 like no, because Daniel Craig broke the mold. Every single every single James so Bond yes. has been like you know dark eyes, brown hair, and they're like we need a blonde hair, piercing blue eyes, blonde Henry Fonda, James. <laughs> oh hey, oh, hey, James oh. Blonde, James Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, is back. Oh. <laughs> he can play cards but <laughs> uh. no Lashif you can't play <laughs> no but you have again they kind of try and every time they roll out a new bond I think like go okay here's what the old bond was we don't want to be anything like that we want to go in a different direction even from Connery to Roger Moore to Dalton you have these huge swings and then Brosman, you know, like that are, it's good though. I like it. It brings life into the role. And this was a, a huge moment for Bond films, I think. Oh, because it was such a change. You also had a Bond that wasn't there just like, ah, woman, you're a sex object. I mean, he complete Daniel Craig's character Falls completely veered away from that. Although there was one Bond where he gets married, right? Yeah, and I, I think that that's sort of the magic of Bond, that it's been out since the 60s. And actually, the, the original Casino Royale, the original original, was in like 1954. The novel was the, written the, in 1952. But each time successive generation sort of reimagines Bond mm-hmm. to... To fit itself, so you had like the the uh, the eighties and the nineties, and you've got Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan, and then you you get sort of back into sort of the apathy of the aughts, and uh, here we get with a very stone cold Daniel Craig. Towards the end, it's definitely a very stone cold. Uh, he definitely uh, brings out the Bond character once he realizes, like, I shouldn't trust anybody. This is what it gets me, and you know, it, directly from the line from the book where he says. You know, why should I need more time? The mission's done. The bitch is dead. And I mean, again, much like for veering off from the normal cookie cutter thing of James Bond, this is the first James Bond film that didn't have naked silhouetted women dancing in the intro. Although I loved the intro. No, the intro I was the beautiful. The intro was so oh, Chris, good. Chris Cornell. Great song. Yeah. Oh my God. And I, I'm very picky about you know my, my Bond name? songs. Probably Love next to it. Adele's Skyfall song. Boom. It's uh, one of the uh, best. Paul McCartney. Uh, Live and Let Die is one of my personal favorites. That is a great one. Madonna. No, no, no. Doug, another day. No, no, no. Come on, Madonna. But you see, it was at that time, I think it was just that kind of cheese ball that it was like some people loved it. They went ape shit for it. And there are times, we'll, we'll get into that segment later on about, you know, our other Bond films. But it's weird how, um, and I'm going to make this comparison. You guys may or may not agree with me on it, but. Doctor Who is a lot like Bond, where every so often they bring in a new doctor. Are are we talking about how James Bond is a Time Lord? Follow me. Hang on a minute. Who put you in charge? And who the hell are you anyway? I'm the Doctor. I'm a Time Lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey, the constellation of Casterboros. I'm 903 years old, and I'm the man who's going to save your lives and all six billion people on the planet. I, Whoa, I, is this conspiracy? Are we really good? No, we're not going down there. Going back hole. to our conversation earlier about Pokemon. I miss I, I miss Pokemon. I, I was I was a little bit too old for that and and I I've I've missed Doctor Who. Like I've never I've never watched Anna, I know you're Who. listening. You need to get Jack on Seriously. the Doctor Who train. Whovian. The the look in your eyes. <laughs> Just let me watch what I want. 
you are you are missing out on some really good stuff. It's some not it's so good very, stuff. I will be honest. Fun. I love some Doctor Who, but there are some stuff that I'm like. But wait. I do love the idea that you're trying to say like it's such an iconic character and it goes through different evolutions. And each time you're like, I don't know if I like this Doctor. And then, and then they give change it, it up. And then you give it a little bit of time. And you're like, shit, I love this doctor. And then if that doctor <laughs> dies, you're like, no, no, I never want to watch this show ever again. And then the new doctor comes out and you're like, wait a minute. I don't know if I can love this doctor like I love. And that's what you do with Bond every time. I have a theory, though, that. Right. So Doctor Who, I understand how there are other doctors, but I think they sort of decide that there needs to be a new Bond when the the current bomb just starts it's, shitting the bed. <laughs> He's too old that's to do the stunt scenes. I mean, is it? Is it? No, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I almost don't know. in the in the almost not a, the opposite way, but you have like David Tennant who like gets kind of to like the peak, and you're like, wait a minute, we need to pull him now because people love him, and we also want to keep this fresh. We don't want people to get run out on mm. this bomb, which I'm very surprised that they're doing Bond 25 with Daniel Craig. I'm very surprised, but I'm also not surprised because this movement on Bond has been really strong. The strongest I think it's ever been. So, they follow the Quantum money. Quantum of Soul? Okay, that was, well, hey, we're going to get we're gonna get to all this in just a sec. Let's get back Jimmy. to <laughs> back to Casino Royale. The storyline for this, obviously following the original. Uh, the novel. The novel. Broccoli's first book. And, Boom. Yeah. Based off of a card game in Montenegro, which I love the name. I love the Baccarat. name Baccarat. Like, I love that this, the idea of it, the execution's a little wonky in the fact that it's just like 150 mil, like, chump change kind of to, to our standards now. Back in the day, a little bit, still kind of not. I mean, how much can you really do with 150 mil? Maybe a lot. I don't know. But you at least get this kind of, if we lose... You know, it's not the end of the world, but it definitely can have some really bad effects later on. And it's a, a lot different than where you have these villains in previous Bond films that are going, that are building death rays or <laughs> melting the moon bases, moon bases, <laughs> or they're changed. They're going to have China and America go to war so oh, they can. Oh, <laughs> oh Vincent Price, I love it. The, not price. Uh, no, it is price. Yeah, it is price. Yeah, yeah. I said Vincent Price though. That's that's no, a different very price. very different, different actor. Um, <laughs> but like Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price. That's yes. it. Uh, Mother of the Seven. <laughs> it, it, there are some very like haha villains, and then there's some villains that are like, whoa. If you really think about it, that's kind of scary that that person like even exists or you know could be a villain. Hmm. Mads Mikkelsen is. About as badass as you could have got for Lashif. And, and with, with the scars and the weeping tear ducts. More to the point because fantastic. he is a villain that is at his his the end of his rope. He's he scared. Is, he is so scared because he owes money to... Because he's the villain he's the villain's villain. Right. He he has no he has no uh, people to run to. He is literally having to basically he's he's backed into a corner. And he has to get the money back. You know I mean, what? What uh, the guy said? He's he's like, I would usually take an arm for this, for but this you betrayal. need it for this betrayal. But you needed to play poker. And he has his gift, which is obviously playing poker, and he's very good at it. And he's he like a mathematician whiz, and he doesn't need to cheat. Which this part of it, I was kind of like, this is going off of the the normal script of Bond films, where the 
enemies got some wonky ass gadget that you know his eye would be you know be able to count cards or something that would make it so <laughs> Austin Powers ish. It's, it's such, like, but it's such a broad plan for him to say like I'm just merely trying to get money because I just want to fund terrorism. No, boom. Not like this is a bomb or we're gonna like sink this. We're gonna, right. There's nothing elaborate about it. It's merely. I want to fund terrorism. Well, do you know where the inspiration for the book plotline and the movie, subsequently the movie's plotline? Get line it. It escapes me. No, so Broccoli, he was a uh, a World War II English uh, Mis- spy, and and Spain was neutral during World War II. So they met in casino towns, and there would be the German spies and the English spies. And Broccoli's idea was that you could meet them at the casino where the Germans all hang out. And sort of get them liquored up and try to take their money and then turn them uh, because the British government would then pay off their debts and then they would be working then for the British government. He actually went in and tried this and he lost all his money three times trying to pull it off. (laughs) So so his idea failed, but he's like, I'll write a book about it and I'll just make it a little bit better. And I I like that sort of basis to a, a story where it's just not like, well, I want to make money. Here's a good way to make money. It's it's a it's an original idea that you, that you don't come along too often. And the big casino game, the casino, you know, of the Ed Montenegro doesn't even happen just yet because the first plan for the sheaf fails with to buying fail the, stock. the stock and not Skynet, Skyfleet, Skyfleet, and I Skynet. love that right before that you have Skyfleet became self-aware. Oh. <laughs> You have a little bit of a like a tease on how good Bond is at playing cards by winning the Jag, by winning the girl in a way, and getting a little bit more information. From Demetrius. From Demetrius. Oh man, he is a sore loser. He is not. Oh, happy. and he's he's so overly confident and he's a dick about it too to his wife. She comes in looking very fetching in that dress and just walking over, giving him a kiss on the you forehead. Mean, she looked more fetching in the dress than she did her bikini riding horseback beach scene. I mean, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> and all the, even the kids. I, mean, I don't know how you ride on the beach, Drew, <laughs> but for me, it's a white stallion where it is as little as possible. And those kids that were running after her were just like, oh my gosh, she's so No, hot. they should have taken the kids Fire. out and it should have been like a group of like 13 or 14 teenage boys. Yes! Like, wait, I'll buy you ice cream. Come back. <laughs> But I mean, like, you're walking in and giving him a kiss on the forehead, and, and she's, she's like, hello, and, or whatever. And he said, like, if that was for luck, you're two hours late. And it's like, Ooh. dude, if you've been losing for two hours, like, you need to, like, get a better game. Yeah. He, and, and not be a complete ass to your wife. And I do love that Bond literally just, uh, you know, acts as the valet. Oh, that, and that's another thing that I love what he does. He acts on the fly so much more than I think some of the other Bonds where everything kind of has to be set up. They have to have gadgets. They have no to have... No one's going to think Pierce Brosnan is like the valet. No, God no. God, but no. Daniel Craig probably When could. every other employee... <laughs> that's a jerk move. Because Brosnan, <laughs> though, is just like stunning. Like... Boom, he's gorgeous. Yeah, with his oil, oiled slick back slick hair. Back or, hair. Be, or Dalton. Like, come on. Like, mm. it, Connery, though. Connery, you, like, you're like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden he talks and you're like, you've got to be Bond. You've got to be some MI6 agent or or Scottish agent or something. Because you are amazing all around. Shaken, not stout. Now, <laughs> Roger Moore, well, the jury's out on the later years. That's for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> Early stuff, good. Later stuff. Wah, wah. Man, we keep jumping under. Well, yeah, well, no, it's Roger fine. Moore had like he had one of the longer runs. Didn't he did. He? Mm-hmm. he was like, but a at the decade same, or more. But at the same time, too long. It, it shit the bed it, and shit the bed, and left a good steamy one. And you're like, oh, thanks a lot, Roger Moore. And even Sean Connery's like, tried to come back for one more. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not ready for. I that. don't like wearing hair pieces. No, thank you. I have to do time bandits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. I've got to play a Scottish man playing a Russian uh, submarine <laughs> captain. Some things in here don't react well to bullets. I'm an Egyptian Scotsman in Highlander. Indy. <laughs> uh, no, he was too busy doing what, what is it, Xanadu or was he in Xanadu? Or, no, is it, or or Zanzibar? Or, I can't remember a it's lot. It's this iconic like 1970s or late 1960s film that. Connery was in where he had sort of like a mankini on. You, you guys talked amongst Was yourselves. it red? No, I think it was white. Okay. If, if it's if it's him as like a gladiator in like a mankini, that's time bandits. <laughs> no, it's not time bandits. Okay, then it's not time bandits. Connery's had a run. He oh, Connery has done and fantastic things. Zardoz. 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 Ah, uh, yes. I remember Zardoz now. Now that you say the name. <laughs> Can we can we talk about like the awesomeness of like strong portrayal of women char- women characters in this film? You've got a bloody cheek. So let's first of all, I mean, I, I, I want to get into that, but I mean, let's go through some of the cast real quick. Yeah, yeah. So we have our Bond, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, the villain, a very very. Uh, interesting choice, but great one for Le Chief. Mm-hmm. I, I like Mads, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. I think he's done some really, really good work from, like, even before this, where, when was Hannibal before or after, after. this? After. Okay, so Hannibal was after. I really like that. I like. I actually really like his new film, Polar, on Netflix. I haven't watched I've, it yet. I haven't watched it. It's a later. good movie. It's a great movie. I mean, Daniel Craig, Layer Cake is what people think that, I mean, definitely got I think him. that's what won him the role. That's yeah. totally what won him yeah. the role. But, and, I mean, but Mads, Mads Mikkel said, uh, Card playing? A man of your talents? <laughs> <laughs> We're going he to... Ign- Jenner's dad in Rogue Gosh. One. We're going to ignore uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> with Mads Mikkelsen as the main villain. I don't think I've seen that either. You know what? The new Doctor Strange? No. Strange Love? No, no, Doctor, no, Doctor Strange. Strange, Marvel. Doctor Strange, Marvel. Oh, with yeah, with the cr- crusty stuff around his eyes. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I thought it was fine. It was, yeah, but I mean, I, I, li- I liked it, but I didn't like a like, shotgun of Marvel villains out there. I didn't think his character days. was too uh, like too flushed out, you know, to actually be believable in a sense. You know what okay. I mean? I mean, but I mean, moving to like Ava Green. Oh, love Ava Green. So I have, this is where I do get like, it's Ava Green's weird for me because there are some scenes that I'm like, damn, the girl's fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, never going to give you up. Jesus. (laughs) But then there are other scenes where I'm like, could we have picked somebody a little better? Really? She looks sometimes just not like, and maybe... I don't know. She looks kind of Trisket, like kind of plain. And then sometimes what? she speaks in very clipped tones, barely moving her mouth or her lips. I love the like the sultriness of like her her tone and her voice and how she 
just how the the diction that she chooses she to looks, use. She looks and pissed he, all the time. No, like, yeah, she's she looks, always she pissed does. at him. She looks she concerned. Does. I don't no, say she's pissed. always pissed. She's like, yeah, "You're no. losing money so fast." Blah blah. Like she looks like she's like she looks like she's a week late and she can't get a hold of her boyfriend. Yeah, boom. Yeah, thank you. Nailed it. All right, I'll see you guys yeah. at the next podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm ordering your Uber right now for you. I, you? I'm, I got the tip. That's amazing. I okay. I loved her hands down in uh, things like Penny Dreadful, which I think is an outstanding series, and she did a fantastic job. Not so much very happy with her in three hundred two. Three hundred was okay. The second one, it, it was yeah, it was fine. But, mm. Things but like again, uh, Miss, like Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It's almost like even too much of her. Like it's like you know, you're sultry. here, you're yeah. here. Well, mm, yes. you are an orphan, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> about that quip about your parents. But I mean, I love the fact that again, you have a Bond girl who is not really like dressing to impress, but with a commonality between all the characters in the film, there's a heavy focus on the eyes. And so like with Daniel Craig's like piercing blue eyes, or even the fact that like it focuses on the sheaf's like good and bad eye, but Eva Green, when she like stares you down, even when she, especially when they first introduce her on the train, like, you know, she means business. Yeah. You know that she's like, uh, you realize if you decide to screw this up, we have uh, basically funded terrorism. Yeah, I you mean, she's totally that. the kind of girl where you, if you find her cowering, fully clothed in the shower, you're going to lick the uh, blood off. That her was so odd. So. But you know what, though, you know. it it brought a real realness to the bonds, the bond girls that we see pretty much all the time, where they're just kind of like they're used to that lifestyle of like, oh yeah, I'm with. Typically, they're with the henchmen, An like accessory. the bad guy, right? Yeah, and they're just like, oh yeah, like my, my boyfriend kills people all the time, like no big deal, like oh but you're hot, like and you know, you're I'm so- gonna help this guy save the world, then he's gonna fuck me. <laughs> but but I mean, also she <laughs> she does not. Well, take you can't get away with that crap. any longer, and, and she, exactly. But like also, you don't have that like. She doesn't take shit like that. She's like, no, no, no. She doesn't necessarily fall for the seduction right away. She holds the purse strings. Even when she does, even when she's like, you represent the treasury. I need five million, and she's like, well, no, you're not. No, you're not getting it. You're not gonna get it. And then old Bernard's like, yeah, no, go for chips. My favorite character. I love. I'm a brother from Langley. (laughs) Uh, Does it look like like we we need need the money? money. Uh, Just let it. Just promise me one thing. We can take him in. The week before I started watching Casino Royale, we just finished season two Westworld, of Westworld baby. and I've got such such feelings for Bernard and the actor that plays him I even thought he was good in Hunger Games I was like yeah. like you yeah. are a good actor I still need to watch the wolf movie he's oh in. it's good mm. I, I, I saw it the long, I liked it a lot not the long dark no no no, no it's it's on Netflix I forget now what it's called but it's like he's he studies wolves and this lady says my son's been wolves t- or wolves wolves uh, what are these? <laughs> don't uh, sorry. don't fuck so, with me today. Drew's, Drew's head almost fell off backwards with the amount of eye roll that, that was just contained within it. Okay, so he studies wolves and a woman calls him out and says like, hey, my son's been taken by wolves. I need you to come and track them down. And there's just something surrounding the community and the idea that like, you know, you don't mess with the wolves, leave the wolves alone. There are sacred spirits about and... Whoop, whoop, whoop. What what was that? Sorry, that was the trailer. That was the trailer. Like a for commercial, the, the commercial wolf, for the, the trailer. Thing? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Either way, uh, it's good. I would I, I would recommend it. It's a fun watch. All right. All right. Yeah. 
So then, back uh, to Bond. Back we, to Bond. Where, where do we find ourselves? Uh, so Judy oh, Dench. Yeah, yeah okay, so I was going to say you do not forget Dame Judy Dench, which leads us into strong woman roles. Where it, some would argue, like M is, you know, M is just constantly like, "What the hell is he doing? What? How what the, the hell does he know these things? things? How the hell does he go here? Like, God, I miss the Cold War. <laughs> but bringing it all the way back from double, uh, from uh, Goldeneye." But that bitch takes care of like she, she runs his ass and oh, she runs yeah. a tight ship like she as much as like he's a loose cannon. She know I think she knows that. And how the hell did you find out where I lived? Same way I found out your name. I thought M was a randomly assigned letter. I had no idea it stood for. Utter one more syllable and I'll have you killed. And so she goes, listen, we're going to we're going to put a tracker in you because you need to have a leash and you're the best uh, card player. I think that you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, good, because you're up. And every time that I think that, and this is kind of the origin, so there's got to be these like really wonky like learning curves that he goes through of, okay, like that that didn't go as well as I probably could have let it go, and has to kind of admit that he's wrong in a couple of spots. And by the end, you obviously see that he goes like, "Yeah, like the bitch is dead." Like, and it's just which was was directly from the book, directly from the book, and that Ooh. that is the moment that he switches from like, you know, trying to get to Bond and uh, he prestigious and becomes full blown Bond. That is the moment where he is, you know, I mean, he's. It's not like it's all talk where she says, you know, you don't have any feelings about this when you kill people. And he said, well, I wouldn't really be good at my job. It's all joking at that point. But that moment, he has to cross that hurdle and he definitely becomes Bond. Because up until then, like, we're steadily seeing, again, like we said, it's a new evolution of Bond. We're seeing him get hurt and the cuts are still there. Like, you know, a couple of scenes later, they're healed up, but they're still recognizable. Would you say that after she dies, he's got to play his cards very close? Oh, gosh. Is that the door? <laughs> There's it. Oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> this is not Pierce Brosnan, brother. Things, yeah. things moving forward are going to be a little bit more high stakes. <laughs> Nathan, can you deal me out? That'd be great. You're the big Annie. So. I, you know, big, blind. Big, big blind. Big blind. God damn it. I just on. ruined it. Uh, I, I play blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> ah. uh, honorable mention for, uh, and it's a small part, it's Tobias Menzies. He's the uh, tall assistant of M. Uh, he's one of my favorite he's actors. He's going about to go into cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my favorite actors from uh, HBO's Rome. He played Brutus. Uh, and I'm always happy when he crops up and things. I'm like, mm. oh, Brutus. And, and Dryden, the the one that tells him, you know, you're going to the medical, the medical cue, you know, like, you're going to back, go into cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Like, take yeah. the blue pill. Take the, don't, don't do it, it now. Yeah. Directly <laughs> into the vein. <laughs> and I love that their, their panic of like, shit, 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 shit. Like, we don't... We're not uh, the calm, cool, like, 911 operator. You know, we're like, wait a minute. Uh, what is going right, I on? I love he's telling me. He's like, shut up and listen or you'll be dead in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bond. He's been poisoned. <laughs> Do we know what it is? No. <laughs> a little bit some symbolism. But I mean, that, that's like the, the only gadget. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Like, of that Bond's not invincible. And everything else. No, that's exactly the ne- point. He doesn't get shot. and he actually- So you're saying that Bond can come unglued at times. I mean, yeah, obviously. Okay. He's going to go full cage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, he, 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 when he grabs the knife, he literally was well, that, about to his, go full cage. That's his breaking point, And that's right at the moment where you literally get the girl. I like, mean, you have the, the moment where like, it's oh, one of the, probably the most laughable scenes where, you know, like. 
vodka martini. Chicken or stirred? Do I look like I give a damn? Yeah, he's... I mean, he's he's that point, he's like, screw this, I'm not getting my money, I just lost it. Open your beer. This episode of Real Feels Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Tilted Kilt. A Scottish <laughs> red ale, or Kilt Lifter, a Scottish red ale from Arizona. From the there Four Peaks go. Brewing Company. Thank you guys. Yeah. But, I mean, you're they right. They didn't like, send us any, but if you guys want to, you guys are more than welcome to. We love I, you guys. I, I sent them money and they sent me beer. <laughs> is that in, how the, in the form of a cashier <laughs> uh. but I mean you're right Like they have a bond that is going to get hurt he's not invincible but more importantly we're seeing the fact that he's not having like super nifty gadgets and even the fact that he goes to the car I miss even the, the gadgets ca- though no and that's right that's fine uh, everybody loves a cue you, you need a cue to show everything and they get to him and they do but in later episodes. Even like in the car with like nifty, you know, uh, pop out panels from the car, it's nothing special. You <laughs> have a you have a defibrillator. <laughs> Another has, gun. He has a silence gun, but then apparently like different uh, injectables that are just right for the, for the poison of the night. But all there's some antibiotics over the, in the the blue in the in the red one, just in case you run into anything uh, troubling. STD wise bond. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the the irony of. You can look back when, you know, she she uh, she slips something into the drink and it kind of goes off the old adage. If you ask people here, like, you know, what's your poison? Obviously. <laughs> Pick your poison. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things that we've we've skipped over that that I, I, I had some issues with. OK. Mm. Um, so the parkour scene, like the parkour. guy goes like flipping through the window and then James Bond like Kool-Aid mans through the... <laughs> Through the drywall, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when, Bypass those studs. Then when, when, <laughs> he is the stud. When they're in the embassy, Ooh. and he's he's got the bomb maker. All right, we're in Africa. What's with all the steam pipes? That's not to heat this sweltering jungle embassy. I thought that was that. was that. And then again with the OSHA, like he's like, oh, okay, well, here's my gun. Here's the dude. And I'm just going to shoot these combustible containers just stacked haphazardly out back. Just conveniently there. But that's a, I think that's kind of a Bond tradition. It's a Bond tradition. But then again, all right, they've got the other bomb at the airport. The scene where they're, they're trying to blow up the plane. That, Convenient yeah, that, with that the same password. Lashif is going to get all his money, re, you know, doubled for or whatever. Right. Um, so they put this little bomb that when it finally goes off, it just is like, he's got like a, it, it's, like a little, it's like a little fart bomb. It's like a little, and then like the guy dies. So I they think put he this was, little fart I think he was hoping it. to have it blow up the gas tanker. Yeah. yeah. But at the same the time, they, this thing is riddled with bullet holes by the end of the chase. Yeah. It's gone through several collisions. One with a bus that exp- one errant spark. This thing was spewing fuel for like the last half, for 10 minutes, this thing was spewing fuel. And then nothing happens. Nothing happens? Yeah, but you see, Bond was driving. You can't blow it up with Bond driving. And he's a phenomenal driver. Like, the man is able to turn on a dime. It also had no green. (laughs) That was like a turbocharged fuel truck? It had no brakes. And apparently it ran out of gas at the right moment. Yeah. But it was still like, you know, dripping. It was the tank was dripping, yeah. but the car ran yeah. out of gas I, after I, he I decided to like I done Tokyo without drift that it. with that. It, it was just it was I was like, all right, let's can they just start playing cards now? More importantly, the guy who he is chasing, we know nothing about. You know nothing about him. 
Yeah. Wouldn't you want to know like who this guy is who was hired? I mean, eventually you do find out that, you know, uh, the husband goes to Lashif and, you know, the guy's like, I just find you the person. That's all my job is. And if you can't do the job, I have other people who are wanting to do it. They just need the particulars. I also find it interesting that the villain, Lashif, does not, or as that one video was saying, Lashifer. Lashifre. Uh, Lashifre. Le I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, on skunk debut? Because we talked about it earlier, he's, he's scared. Like, he doesn't fight. He's so terrified. In, in fact, he has asthma. Like, he's he, he weeps blood. Like, there's just so many... He's just a broken villain. He's just trying to play some cards and win. He doesn't cheat. He may have, uh, you know, cheated a little bit by doing a little fake tell and having Mathis, you know, be a double agent. But he's not a typical... It is femme fatale poisoning bond. Yes. But one of the things that you got to think about... She's Stone is, Cold, too. She, she almost is. died, and she's just like, mm, I'm looking good but again. She was like, almost like a callback to the old Bond girls. Like She right. was just a side piece. Like, she was she a had, side piece. I don't think she had any lines. No. At her, all. Uh, I mean, aside from like screaming before her arm got cut off, her hair is meticulously placed over like so covering like her left eye. eye, just like his his eye. But, I mean, again, with the sheaf, you got to understand, the most dangerous thing is a wounded, cornered animal. And that's exactly what he is. So, I'll agree to that. Any, any other things that you hated about the film? Or just disliked? Had problems with? Oh, God. Like, I... So, Bond should be globetrotting. And he does. Like, he's in uh, the Caribbean. He goes to Montenegro. Three, Africa. Goes to England. Madagascar. And, yeah, Venice. Four. We all love Venice. Like, hell, I'd love five. to visit he Venice. He was at five locations. But the whole sinking house scene, I could have done without that. So that is, I think, where it gets probably the it goes weakest. goes off the rails a it little does, bit. It does, because yeah. the, the weakest part is this guy with a sunglass, one half eye, you know, only one eye. With an, never, unescapable, I'll, I'll uh, an unescapable <laughs> elevator in it. Like, that elevator probably had, like, a push thing. You'd think so, but I mean... Top, like, I, that is your, again, OSHA, maybe this is just, I, just Maybe, bad. but I mean, time was not on his, uh, on his side for that. Point. I hated how much air he had underwater. Like, he's... Oh, yeah. Water was crystal clear. He's constantly... Where's the goddamn silt? <laughs> he is... He is no like, fucking silt. No, and there, that water should be dirty from all the debris, not only from the soap, but also like the yeah, house, the, the, the cement, stone, right. masonry dust. Because I mean, even with yeah. the uh, the uh, the original like flotation devices that are keeping the house up, as soon as they're punctured, you see dust being thrown off them all over. You're right. The completely clear water, however, the underwater shot of Baby Green before she drowns. Before she stunning. commits suicide. Okay, before Let's she be commits honest. suicide. And, and she straight up goes, well, she committed, I can't She committed can't suicide before the, it even went underwater. She locked it before it went underwater. She had already decided she was going to die. And if he had had a sweet fucking wristwatch laser, <laughs> he could have underwater and been like, nope, you live. But this is where we get a real and true and relatable bond. We see a man who, again, can be broken and decide that he needs to become who he is, a double O. And that's exactly what it is because you see the humanity, and again, a dispassionate, fi a, fix a fixation on the eyes throughout the film. You see Bond not only after uh, after Vesper dies, okay, the the pain, the confusion, like what am I going to do in his eyes? Um, him trying to like open the bar door of the elevator and just like 
becoming so enraged and frustrated and like and like hope is slowly like sinking as it were but also the bathroom scene after he gets in the fight with the people from not morocco um africa africa yeah but there was a country that they went to i forget the name now it was like namibia or <laughs> yeah namibia so, yeah. When the uh, when he gets in the fight with the war uh, the uh, the warlord, okay, and he is in the bathroom and he's cleaning himself off, like that's a great scene because again, you have a bond who can be hurt, and he cleans off the blood, he chugs down uh, the Some whiskey, alcohol, yeah, and then he has that solid stare in the mirror, that kind of like, what are you doing with your life? You know what? No, get your shit together. You have to do this. So the scene where he's cleaning himself off and he's tossing back the the nips of whiskey. Uh, Anna's like, uh, is that you? And I'm like, no, that, that's me before I go over to your parents' house on the holidays. <laughs> like that, there's like, all right, yeah, been a shave, shake, throw one back. All right, let's Look do the mirror. this. All Look right, yeah. <laughs> Slap their face a couple you times. This. You got this. <laughs> Make them proud. Make them, make them proud. <laughs> um, uh. So nail guns don't work like that. They're not a, they're not a machine gun. Hey. You're right. You're right. It has to have a flush surface in order to like. <laughs> Love that kid. And the Oscar goes too. <laughs> and then oh. when she drowned and he brings her up, he didn't try too hard to save her. Like he only tried, like it was. Hey, a hey! But then again, you don't know how much time spent where he had to like try and pry yeah. the bar open. Well, because... enough time for him not to die himself. That's very true. That's why I was saying he's he's he had a lot of breath. He's spitting out a lot of a lot of bubbles. Oh, I'm when like, he's like screaming no underwater. Yeah. Essentially, I'm like, man, I say no one time underwater, and then I'm like, yep, going back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. There are stories of people like who've had heart attacks and like. At like a supermarket, and people are like round robining CPR for like twenty minutes, half an hour, and the guy survives. He gives her three goes over about two minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, you're dead. All right, bitch is dead." Yeah. Again, that whole end is kind of the weakest part of the film for me, but it still doesn't detract as much from like how much I like. I do. when I watch this movie. I love it. And overall, I really, like, I come back to this movie and go, yeah, gonna watch I mean, me it's, some casino. It's Boy good. Al. The best part are the, the cart scenes in the, in the casino. Like, I the love, scene is great, I love aside the drama from... and the interplay and, like, the staring of the, staring them down. And I, also... I want to know who the other people are at the table. Yeah, yeah. You, have, you, get you have, you know, you have random uh, Asian man, you have random large With, like, the great guy. ponytail going right. down to his ass. And, I mean, like, it, you had so CeeLo Green at the table. <laughs> It wasn't really CeeLo Green, but it was kind it of It could have been. It was, it was so confident. And, you know, he, he goes in, like, the last four players. He's like, all in. Five million. And then the black guy, you know, like, six million. I mean, like, you want to know who these people are, how they even got in there. Again, just like the brother from Langley, you want to know. It's like, okay, we know yeah, how. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Thank you for names. I'm bad with names. You want to know. Okay, I'm bleeding chips. You know how Bond got into the game. Why don't we know, like, how CIA, you know, got their buddy in there? Yeah. Obviously, like, those are the two plants. Everyone else is like, we would like to fund our terrorism, please. Yes? I also love that he does not win on a royal flush. If he would have won on, oh, look, a royal flush, I would have been like, you know what? Two on This just took a huge, you know, but no, he wins straight <laughs> flush. It Also, I don't need Mathis coaching and like side narrating every single hand play 
Bond will have to go all in to catch his black <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, Ava like Green is a fucking moron. There's million in chips on the table. Oh, is it that because you're a woman and she can't <laughs> count either? <laughs> no, Mathis is like, a, like, all right, we're going to cut to a break here. But when we come back uh, for ESPN's, you know, World of Championship of Poker for, you know, terrorism, uh, Bond will uh, be coming back <laughs> in with five million. And uh, my co-host, Ava, Ava, how are you doing over there? <laughs> I think I think Mathis is Eva one of those Green. characters. Ava. Eva, 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 Eva. Um, I think she. I think he is one of those characters that wants to be perceived as all knowing because one, he's the contact. He they come into the show or they come into the uh, Montenegro and he's their contact there. He, they meet him and he's all like, "We have a problem with the chief of police, but you know what? Photoshop is a great thing." And then you know, he gets him arrested. Then he gets the chief's you know right hand man arrested because they he puts the drug lords. Uh, body with his friend in there. Why are you laughing? No, I, I, like the the stairway fight scene. He throws the one guy over. Uh, and Instant then, death. And then, like uh, you know, they're they're parkouring around the stairwell. He brings and a knife he, to a gunfight. Yeah, he, he he kills the guy. Uh, Eva Green or Ava Green helps by you know restraining his gun. And then there's a convenient corpse cupboard. At the bottom of the <laughs> stairs, like a little Harry Potter room, Harry like Potter, yeah. a little body, little body room, like yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wake up, cousin! We'll just put that in there. And then, We're gonna play cards. And then the guy puts a puts We're going it in to the, the in the, uh, the the trunk. I'm going, Harry. Go and then calls the phone so the cops hear. Like that was that was convenient. Why would they cool, not but it was call? Convenient. Why would they not call the phone back? <laughs> Oh, exactly. What's exactly. up, Mathis? <laughs> right, they call it in the middle of the poker game. They look over. Mathis at the bar. Uh, sir, you're gonna have to come with us. You're gonna come with us. We found two bodies, and your phone number is in there. Which, and you're the last person. To call. Which, by the way, I'm gonna quit my job after this podcast, and I'm going to go become a dealer, deal uh, uh, high stakes poker, poker for See? terrorists, so I can get tipped five hundred thousand dollars a game. It's full of us. And he he acts like it's nothing. Like you know, he Bond just, just shoves it over, and he's all like, "Oh, thank you, sir." But you know, like, as he's walking out, he's all like, all right, good night, good night, gentlemen, welcome, good, good game, leaves. Oh, my God! Mm-hmm. Honey, honey, you'll never believe what I just got to do. <laughs> Our money troubles are over. There, there were terrorists, there were CIA agents, there was, there was MI6. It was awesome, babe. <laughs> I'm so glad that Paul got sick tonight. <laughs> I got so, to take his table. So Bond's all bloody after the stairway scene, and then he gets poisoned and he almost dies. But each time he comes back to the table, he looks fresh as a fucking daisy. But but he always has like a sheen about him. Like everybody he's in the movie sleep. had a sheen yeah. about them. He always has a freshly looking I, I sheen. Think, like I he's think just half sweating. their budget went to spray bottles before each scene. Like all right, give him a nice sheen, boys, <laughs> nice or the, roll it, or the Aston Martin that they flipped. In so three cars were destroyed. In the filming of the movie. And at the time of recording, the Aston Martin that flipped right before it uh, had to swerve to avoid Eva Green, to, uh, at the time of recording, it was the most car flips in a movie. Oh. And it was done in one take. Take that, uh, Fast and Furious 2. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I haven't seen Beyond Tokyo Drift. I, don't, I have no desire to. I mean, when you are in Tokyo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's the song when he like, gets taken back. Yeah. It's just- it just was weird that it came from you. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. It was it was interesting. It was a dark time in my life. <laughs> I want to jump to segments because I, I don't want. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So segments. 
Sigmonts. Ah, Sigmonts. Uh, the first one we have. <laughs> they're a little wild. They're a little strange. <laughs> Nathan's Bond segments are on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that we have is how do you take your bond? Mm. And we have four categories. We have straight up. We have shaken. We have stirred. And then we have nacho cheese. <laughs> if you take your bond straight up, that is a Sean Connery style bond that, um, you know, it's, it's the original. Mm-hmm. It's straight up. It's just how you like it. Shaken is either Daniel Craig or Timothy Dalton. Stirred, Roger Moore. George Lansbury, which is... Lazenby. Only- Lazenby. Lazenby. Mm-hmm. And then nacho cheese, we're going to put Pierce Brosnan, and we'll even toss in a little bit of Woody <laughs> Allen. <laughs> I love this segment already. Oh, yes. So, Drew, how do you take your bond? So, on a, uh, on a normal day, I would probably take my bond, what is it, shaken. However, I'm going to go straight up. Okay. Sean Connery is my bond. Okay. That, I, and that's, again, this is not a bad, like, uh, ooh, that, like, that drink sucks. It's just all about how you prefer it. Mm-hmm. And straight up is good. Mm. It is good. Jack. I'm going to go shaken, which uh, Timothy Dalton. That's because the first, my first introduction to Bond was uh, 1987's The Living Daylight. My parents had recorded it off of TV, so it still had all the commercials in it. And I must have watched that movie a million times growing up. And I remember being with my mom and my sister saying that when we get home, I want to watch James Vaughn. Oh. And my sister (laughs) made incessant fun about it and still to this day makes fun about it. But I loved Timothy Dalton. And my personal opinion is I like this movie. Mm. And I like Daniel Craig. Mm. But they really try to go very ultra serious and very different and, yes. and and all that stuff, which is fine. And they're great series of movies for the most part. But I like my Bond with a little bit of camp thrown in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like the the uh, the Soviet spy in Living Daylights has like the the he's the milk delivery man that inf- infiltrates the MI6 and he has like the milk bottle bombs that he's throwing around. <laughs> I love it. But then you have the, the femme fatale, which is like the cello player by day uh soviet sniper by night or austrian <laughs> sniper by night um so th- i'm gonna have to go with shaken okay definitely and i also too would love to go with shaken however there are plenty of times that you know if i'm out and i uh, i'm like yeah, yeah like that's my drink i'll take that because daniel craig i think you know, is kind of more my generation of bond and i like that i love uh skyfall he you know he he has some good ones. Solace, I, <laughs> solace, I blame on the writer strike. <laughs> I blame it all on the writer strike. And I, although Spectre, I thought was kind of hot garbage. I did not like it. So he's probably he's shit in the bed at this point, and that's why you're surprised that Bond Twenty Five is going to be Daniel Craig. Mm. Yeah, kind of. And I guess we'll see. I think that they push the villains. It's just like to be bigger and better, which I think that they can be, and sometimes they are, and then other times it's like, well, that was really like, meh. That was not good. That's why I think Spectre was just kind of like, blech, whatever. Yeah. So then your choice is... So, again... Does that bring us to our next segment? I, well, real quick. I do love Shaken. However, there are many a times 
when it's just me and girls just want to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that nacho cheese, shitty Pierce Brosnan. I love that just, oh, that gooey fondue (laughs) Pierce Brosnan that just cannot, I can't get enough of it. Where he's saying the most ridiculous lines, the most asinine things are happening. There's a torpedo that's like drilling into like some, what the hell is going on? Oh wait. All the monologuing. All the monologuing. Oh, I'm just a professional doing a job. So am I. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's my arm never has to be twisted to watch Goldeneye. Oh my Mm. God. And, Part of that is because the game, I think, lended itself to so much of like, oh my I god, that I was there on the train. I was using the laser watch. <laughs> Holy shit, this was awesome. I made the jump. Yeah. <laughs> and it has one of the best like kind of betrayal parts of like. Uh, and then bringing hmm. it back to the <gasps> Sean Bean movie rating system. <laughs> that rates quite high as in the Sean Bean movie rating system because he does survive up until the end. Uh, even though they throw the red herring in there, thank you. We eventually got to test that out. Thank you. Oh, it's oh, it's oh we t- we can test it, sir. <laughs> we can test it. <laughs> we can test it. I'll throw it in a centrifuge. I'll aliquot that shit. <laughs> ah. So it brings us to our next segment, which is raise, call, or fold. And this is where I'm going to throw out a name, and you guys have a chance to either raise, call, or fold. If you raise. Uh, you're going to want multiple movies of this actor as Bond. If you call, it's just going to be one weird off rendition, kind of like a Woody Allen or Lazenby. Lazenby. Um, and then if you fold, you don't have to, no, he's not going to be a Bond. Don't you worry about that. So the first one that I'm going to throw at you, Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Enough! You are all of you beneath me. I am a god, you dull creature. As I'll, Bond? As Bond. I'd raise that. Re- really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'd lo- I'd, I love Tom Hiddleston. He's, he's good. I'd raise. be interested to see what he can okay. Raise as well. I'd like to see so what he So is Call just do. one movie or and in, in, in Raise is multiple movies? Yes. Call is like one to two. You know, like kind of like a Dalton almost I'll do. I'll do Call then. Okay. I'll do Call, call two. Call, yeah. I thought you said was one off. I mean, I'd still like to... Uh, Either way, I get James you know what? Bond I think Tom Hiddleston. I think it's safer to say call, because even if the one-off does well, then they can bring him back. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you call, you have to share your cards right then and there. Like you, There is no more playing the hand and luring and possibly having so them wait, fold. It, are, like, you, are you raise? saying... <laughs> okay, so then are you saying right now, it would be Tom Hiddleston right now? Like he would become the next Bond. Bond 20, yes. Bond oh, 20, then raise, because his hype from Avenger, Avengers and everything and Thor... Yeah, raise. Okay. And we're going to go with call just as, as a one-off. Just like a, what is this? Just a very different direction. An ABC special? Boom. Like they did with the original <laughs> Casino Royale. Yeah. <laughs> Muling Quim. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I butcher any of these names, please forgive me or please help me along. Um, Idris Abella? Haven't you heard, Mr. Beckett? The world is coming to an end. So where would you rather die? Here or in a Jaeger? Idris Elba? Idris, Idris Elba? Elba? Yeah, boom. I, I would personally call. I think I, he would be an amazing yeah. Bond. Uh, I think he's got the temperament for it, though he is getting a little He is bit getting older. older, so I think a yes. call is an appropriate choice. However, that apparently voice. Oh my he, God. Just, uh, he just got so good. replacing... Um, 
Will Smith in the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh no, not Will Smith! <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna be the genie. No. What did Will Smith drop out because he wants to do? Uh, what was it? The what was the western he was in? Wild Wild West. What, well, he wants to do Wild Wild West too. <laughs> Even wilder. Even west, <laughs> even further west. <laughs> this time, they went too far west. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Wild Wild West on sea. Dominic West uh, from Preacher uh, from Warcraft. I know, the, I, know the, I know the face. I would call for him. Look around you. We're surrounded. Your killing me is the only hope we have for peace. You told Lady Taria that killing her would bring you honor. Well, killing me will make you a hero. Okay. But nothing more. Fold. Okay. Mm. I agree. I, I, would, I, would, I would fold with Tom. So I'm, I'm saying fold because I can't adequately give you a definitive answer because I've never seen Preacher. Okay. But I know who you're talking about, so that wouldn't be fair to give anything but fold for me. Here's a fu- I think this is probably one of the funnest ones. James McAvoy. Your heart is pure. Rejoice. The broken are the more evolved. Mm. Fold. I don't think he'd be a good Bond. I agree. Ooh. I agree, Fold. I think he's too... Sort of too almost frail, and I, th- I think even it's... though he's in shattered and he does, he is kind of buff and shattered. I just don't think he's okay. He's bomb material. It's and not... plus, he's already Professor X. He's in shattered and or, and uh, split, the new one mean... split. Yeah, split. Sorry, yeah. Split. I mean, he he can definitely look like he can get buff and everything like that, but he doesn't have that look for me for Bond and even. If you're going to do anything justice, I definitely wouldn't raise. If it's going to be call, it's going to be like one of those like, hey, look, Woody Allen's part here, like for a weird Bond one-off. But I don't see him. He doesn't have a Bond look for me. But I could see James McAvoy as Q, like a younger Q. Oh, very much so. I I was almost going to say James McAvoy as a villain, I think, because we don't really get to see him besides Shatter and, uh, you know, uh, Split and... In glass, you don't really get to see him just be that evil, horrible kind of. Ooh, yeah, what? Well, could you could that's, you that's see that's the guy? Different... Could you see Barry or uh, whatever uh, Kevin, his main character from Split, as the Bond oh my villain? Gosh. The multiple. No, I want to see Patricia as the Bond <laughs> oh, villain. Right? All of them. <laughs> I think that'd be great. It's just like Hedwig comes in, <laughs> Mr. Bond. Oh God. Idiot Turner. Are you fibbing, etc. Adrian Turner from Poldark. I don't know if you guys have ever... I found it, sir. In one of the chests in the library. You dared to go rifling through those things? I'm sorry, sir. He never told me I shouldn't look. Surely that was obvious. You're employed as a maid. I know, sir. And you've been a good one. And for that, you're allowed certain liberties, but dressing up in fine clothes is not one of them. I meant no arm search. It's just rotten away in that Take old box. Off. And I thought maybe you might let me wear it. Take it off now! From what? Poldark? I don't know what that oh is. Oh my gosh. No. You guys I'm are, gonna, I'm gonna you guys are missing out. I don't know. You guys are missing out. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Missing out. Go watch Poldark. Because the first three seasons that are... sounds slightly erotic. Why? It's very P- PBS. 
like time wait, period wait, erotic like the torture porn scene from Casino Royale oh uh, we did we kind of we didn't even why are you that. busting my balls yes uh, yes to the we'll right get, we'll to get the to right. that we'll get to that uh, alright and um, the last two which is kind of a toss up because I didn't I was like uh, I feel like neither of them deserve a full just like segment so Luke Evans or Orlando Bloom uh, fold, <laughs> fold hand like throw the cards. In That's the two, next room. Is, that, is that two seven? Orlando like, Bloom. Orlando is the seven, and like Luke Evans is the two. And you're like, as soon as you see him, nope. Like Luke Evans may be a call, but leaning towards fold. Okay, yeah. No, I would, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. Fold on both. I skipped a lot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know. I mean, I would agree. I would agree. Folding on both. It's not that I'm just completely swayed and uninterested in them, but I just don't, I don't see it doing well. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't see it going anywhere, even if it was just a call. Orlando Bloom, what do your bond eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> They're heading towards Isengard. I see a lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like Lothar. They're taking the hobbit to Isengard. They're taking the agents to Isengard. They're taking the agents to Isengard. <laughs> M wow. is, in, M is uh, the new Gandalf. Are we going to get negative downloads? Yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> Un- People, is there a way to give driving? back your downloads? <laughs> <laughs> Refunding. Oh. Oh. Let's do it. All right. Then we're going to go over to our third and final segment. And thank you guys for all bearing with us. But this one is Villamon. <laughs> Villamon, gotta catch him all. No, okay. So, with this segment, I want you guys to... Just walk away. I I already kind of threw it out there to you guys earlier. I would need you guys to pick your top Bond villain. Got it. Yep. Henchmen included. Yep. Yep. And we are going to put them in the center, and we're going to see which Bond villain... Death battle to the death to see who is the most villainous of all. Whose villain will reign supreme? supreme. <laughs> so, I'll start it off. My villain, Raul Silva, from Skyfall, played by Javier Bardem, his talents is that he is always one step ahead. He's MI6 trained, so he knows the ins and outs of everything that is Bond and what he goes through, what, what it takes to be an agent. He has the resources. He has these weird secret bases. He's always a step ahead of Bond. Blowing stuff up. He is making assassination attempts on M. And then guess what? Spoiler alert. Kills M. That's true. Boom. Dropping the mic. May I? Jack. Take it away. So my Bond contender has got to be Francisco Scaramanga. No! The man with the golden, golden gun, gun. <laughs> and, and his island fortress with its 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 like uh, circus death trap, curated by Nick. It's Tomb of Horrors, straight up. <laughs> yeah, Tomb of Horrors, curated by Nick Nack, who was played by uh, Her Villachez, Um Which, if you guys haven't seen Dinner with Herve on HBO yet, Mm-mm. please, please do it. <laughs> please do it. It is it is so good, but. Scaramanga, he's got the golden gun. He is a, a trained assassin who, who almost sees like a like Robin if Robin went dark. 
Like, instead of going, like, superhero, he's like, no, I'm just going to kill people and I'm going to charge them a million dollars per bullet. And plus, it's that era of Roger Moore. I think Man with the Gold Mule was 1974. And there's so much cheese in that movie. Yeah. But... Sometimes, if I'm by myself, that's Christopher Lee, right? Chris, oh yes, oh, Christopher oh, yes. Lee. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I mean, he, he drives a muscle car that has like a conversion to put wings and an airplane engine on it <laughs> to fly to his desert island. Like, I love. I I think that's a great thing, a great opponent for Bond because well yeah, he's deadly. But then, like, he's going to lure you back to his little fun house and see what goes down. And see how far you can get, because... Yeah. It's a... Oh, it's, they'll get you. It's a test of wills and skill. <laughs> like, even during in The Man of the Gold, again, he sits down next to Bond at one point and is like, yeah, we're going to do this. You and me. Not, oh. not here, not now, but it's going to happen. And I do love... I, I, I'll give you the, the fact that the golden gun is so iconic and so, like, just badass. Mm-hmm. I love it. So... Good villain, good yeah, villain. good, Christopher Lee. So I really love the almost like cliche, kind of like Bond villain now, where you have Goldfinger and Odd Job. Okay, and I do, and it, and it is one of the most quotable and lovable lines in, uh, in, in like any Bond movie, where he's like, "Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect, expect you, you to, to die." die. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, okay, so you have a gosh, you have the the big bad German. You know, loving and having a fascination. The Germans. The Germans. He has the fascination with Nazi gold. He has a car made out of gold. He tries to cut Bond in half with a laser beam. And he has... I love the... I mean, name another villain aside from probably... um, Okay, I mean... But I mean, like, name another villain that has been probably parodied more than either... I mean, Goldmember... Or, uh, yeah, uh, Goldfinger... Has been parodied as uh, for uh, Austin Powers and Goldmember. Well, Scaramanga was also parodied for his superfluous third nipple. That's right. <laughs> that was the only way Bond had to identify him going into the whole no, thing. He's got three but nips. I, I think you also have like very iconic characters being parodied in other films. You have a man who in, almost enjoys killing his victims in very meticulous ways, but also he's a rich villain. He has properties everywhere around like the world. He has a, okay, like I said, a freaking gold car, which to avoid it, he like transports it, smelts it down <laughs> just to make a new one. Smelty. 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 Yeah. But I mean, we'll for the skin with him, box. you have odd job. The man throws a hat and he'll cut your head off. I would almost say that the, in that sense, the henchman like really carries a lot of the flaws of the, uh, like the main villain, like Odd job is crazy. The fact that <laughs> he, he can sells throw a ha- knickknack too, man. But the fact he that he sells can- him out at the end because he's gonna get all of That's all of Scaramanga's money. He's like, yeah, we're cool. Later. This is my island now. <laughs> the one thing that Raul does not have is like a solid like number two. Like he, but it's a little runny. He, yeah, mm, uh, yeah. It's a little. <laughs> well, wow, what, what a very different direction there, Jack. <laughs> well, you talk about solid number twos over there, but please. But he. He's captured, like, he's kind of like the Joker. He has all these, like, randos that are just willing to, like, live and die for him. Put a bomb in me. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, that's the thing is that, like, they break him out of this maximum security. Like, they blow up. Which movie was this? Skyfall. Skyfall. Okay. 
And then even when they're like assaulting the old, you know, Bond homestead, like he doesn't care that he's losing these people. All he wants to do is like hurt Bond the most by, Mm -hmm. you know, taking the one thing that's been like kind of like a mother to him or to all of them. And so you want more psychological damage to Bond to break him in order to win him. Like, I mean, not win him over, but win, you know. In I'm a, just saying, in a fight over him. I'm just saying that my Raul goes the distance with being one step ahead of Bond every chance that he can possibly be. Okay. Well, I mean, this fight doesn't have to be settled here. Oh, I no, think I we think can, the people. I think the people can vote. The people will We're going to take this to Twitter. <laughs> Whose villain will reign <laughs> supreme? <laughs> oh, I love it. The they, secret ingredient? Bond villains. <laughs> Bondaroo. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Nathan, I hate to bust your balls, but can we talk about busting balls? Ugh, let's let's <laughs> let's get in this real quick so and to to final out the uh, final out the episode. This is a fantastic scene because not only do you have Bond making one of the funniest lines in the entire movie, but we are proving that Bond is a badass because Beyond the fact that he is being stripped of his iconic look, the tuxedo, he's losing all of his... I mean, there were no real gadgets, but he's losing his gun. He's losing his car. He has nothing. And he still has, like, the audacity. And I love the fact that he has the the audacity to stare Le Chief in the face and go... The password, please. I've got a ledge down there. Would you mind? No! 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 To the right! To the right! To the right! You are a funny man, Mr. Bond. this that I, I kind of wish that like would have been different is that he escaped on his own. If I may. You don't even know how he escaped, really. Well, yeah, they, you know. Yeah, yeah. The chief gets capped and... Well, no, no, I know. get that, but he's left there and then suddenly he wakes up in the hospital. Well, and that's that's where my issue with this comes in. Mathis. Is that uh, <laughs> is, is Vesper is sitting on his lap and she's like, you can have me anyway. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And, his his right, balls you, are gone. Just like, like, your balls are like, uh, he, he probably, that whole, give him a that rest. whole region of there probably looks like Dumbo's head. <laughs> the amount and, of time. And he's, he's just like you don't have any hoisting timeline. her up and throwing her on the bed and they fall off. Like, no, you like. You should not that's be walking. Not, that's not going to work right now. When, or, and if it does, like, you know, the, when the Ethan like alone. when Ethan like America's Funniest Home Videos me and like hits me in the nuts with like a, a <laughs> wiffle bat, I'm out for like two days. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you might be a star tonight. So let that. Uh, sorry, no, but really, like, just the <laughs> the slightest tap, and I, like a man is down. This guy, like. Had a full-on knotted rope swung at high speeds. Like even the first tap, he's like, 
God. It's brutal. It made my guts ache (laughs) just watching it. And, I mean, I'm glad that obviously everything is still working, but, but man, oh man... You wouldn't Give be all some, nimbly bimbly no, leaping geez. from room no, to room all like, like going and banging in a hospital room? No. Yeah. Like again, he should not be walking. And that's some of the worst dialogue in the movie. The, the like, little finger. Oh, the part. little finger yeah. thing? No, well the little finger, but like I, have I gotten through you? I'm a, you stripped, stripped me up. Of... Big, hey, 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 hey. He's emo right there. He is he is in love and he is feeling he's, it. He's, he's, he's he going to all, leave in my six. He should be sedated as fuck because his balls are the size of cassava melons right now and she's sitting on his lap. <laughs> he should be like just on so many pain meds. He's just like, I don't even know. What, what? Yeah. But yeah. But he, no, he's like, no, let's do this. Right in my hospital bed. As like the uh, the happy Swiss banker comes up. <laughs> Hello. Good and talk. I love how he says like, this is a lot of money to be carrying around. They're like, you're not carrying any money. Yeah. You have a computer with you. <laughs> it's called digital. <laughs> so overall, this movie, how would you rate it, Drew? I would give this movie, honestly, five out of six uh, poker chips. Okay. Okay. A strong five out of six. But then on my second watch, I might raise. Ooh. To a, to a six. <laughs> six out of six? Six out of six. It was enjoyable. It was very enjoyable because I, I personally consider it to be uh, Casino Royale to be one of the best, if not probably the better of like any reboot out there. Boom. All right. All right. So if the, uh, if the top rating was 007... <laughs> Uh, I think I would go with 004. It's a good movie to occupy yourself on a Tuesday night. Okay. okay. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Uh, but I won't say watching it spurred me into watching last night. I watched, again, The Man with the Golden Gun because I knew that's what my villain was going to be. And I watched Dr. No. I love Dr. Uh, no. And I'm probably going to go home after this and watch Goldeneye because all these are on Netflix right yeah. now. Yeah. So, that is true. So it, it, it did whet my, uh, whistle. my, uh, my whistle. whistle for... Uh, for some some bondy goodness, but I like my Bond with more camp. Mm. This Bond is he's a little bit too serious for me. Go, okay. go uh, watch go watch uh, Goldfinger. You you get to hear Pussy Galore. Go, <laughs> I like go. <laughs> it's not named Octopussy or any anything crazy like that. I mean, there's some some Bond films you're like, wait, okay, wh- are we just being ridiculous? Die another day or like tomorrow never lives or wh- anything like no. The world is not enough. I'm Mr. Beach and you are Ms. Broadchester. No, I'm not. <laughs> You'll have to trust me. Apparently, we're very much in love. Uh, but my family's strict Roman Catholic. So <laughs> it'll be a two-bird suite. <laughs> ah, so, rating this film, up until the very, very last line, I would have given it probably a 9 out of 10. Mm. Just the way he holds that gun, has shot Mr. White, and he's just crawling, just... <laughs> Yeah, he's all mewling on He's a mewling quim. And just the way he delivers that line. And Drew, you can go ahead and insert it in right here, baby. The name's Bond. James Bond. Mm, just the way he says it. And then the music kicks in. And boom, boom. Oh, it is a 10. That is your nipples are hard again. Boom. <laughs> this movie gets my 10. I love it. I Any movie that I've watched eight times or more, which this is one of them, 
is got to be a, a film that I rank high, and I, I love this film. I can watch it it's good. many times as I need to. Good film. a lot. <laughs> that makes no sense. But yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our uh, <clears throat> James Bond action episode. Action. Action. Sorry, sorry, it was a little bit more of like a broad, like. No, that it was a broad chest. It was a broad chest. It's a good chest. <laughs> it's a good chest. You'll find it quite cool. You'll find it quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good gravy. So, guys, in two weeks' times, we're going to be uh, going into my movie, <gasps> Space Opera. Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? <laughs> so yes, in two weeks' time, our space opera genre, I'll be bringing you my uh, Bilbo Grab Baggins pick. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. It's a good movie. I it's, like it. It is. It's good. It's good. It's a solid film. So, uh, you know, until then, you can always find us up on Twitter. At Real Feels Pod, you can look for us up on Facebook. We got a page up there. Send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, coming up May 17th through the 19th, the Epic Film Guys are putting on live stream for The Cure 3, and I'll be on there on the 17th. I have a uh, slot, and we're going to be talking guilty movie pleasures. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 live stream for The Cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research. The Cancer Research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Drew, I feel like all of your movies are guilty movie pleasures. I will not be judged. <laughs> not on my own podcast. Jack, I'm going to have to agree with you. <laughs> I love you, Drew. But you th- you watch some movies that I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'm Chef Candy Corner. <laughs> you know what? No. Let a bit no. of salt. <laughs> I, I like my movies. I love it. Okay, well, I'm going to go home and watch Amy Schumer now. <laughs> Oh, oh, shots fired! Pow, 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 pow. You know what? I already got enough slack on that on Twitter, and I flat out said it's not a good movie, but it had a good message. Don't you look at me! <laughs> yeah, speaking of Twitter, um, the gentleman that, that selected Equilibrium, David? Dave, yeah. Dave, I want to just give a shout out to that man backing up his films and Starship Troopers. Dave, you get a shout out right there, bud. Starship Troopers, if I can, I will find a way and we will get that in here. Unless, is that... Did I just ruin something? No, you didn't ruin anything. Okay. No, no, no. We can always have... I I like... So I was at a... Shout out to Dave. A work conference. Shout out to Dave. And I get a tweet notification 
And it's it's David, and he's like, I feel like your last comment was directed at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sitting there while Alexa's going like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did I just offend somebody right. on Twitter? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. No, Dave's a good guy. He... He definitely has his uh, his idea for what he's going to be grabbing for his uh, his patron pick, mm. and you know, I mean, from the ones that he listed off, I'll be happy with any of them. One of them is definitely Dave's to stick next. in your Ooh. craw, but you know, that's Dave, all right. This, it's Dave a, it's knows a fine what he's doing, craw. and Dave likes what he likes. He likes what he likes, and you just know, so guys, happens to be what I like, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> you guys can also tell us what you like because if you want to support yes. Real Feels Podcast on Patreon. Go over to patreon.com slash Podcast, Guys, for $10 a month, you can choose a movie that we watch or a specific genre from our uh, our grab bag. And we'll pick a movie to uh, to match it. Also, uh, we've Don't added a new Patre- no, Patreon level. Yeah, uh, yep. it's, it's for $7,000 a month. Boom. Uh, I will come over to your house. We'll play cards. Mm, okay. I'll drug you. Uh, good, good, and then, and then and then leave you leave you hanging foot first out of a car. I'll go change into a skimpy cocktail dress, uh-huh. and then I'll bring you back to life by uh, defibrillator. 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 Yeah. and then ask if you're okay. Yeah, yeah, good. No, that's it. Good, um, guys. That's a deal you cannot pass and, up. And you can buy the cocktail dress. Dealer's choice on the cocktail dress. Oh, dealer's yeah. choice. Yeah. So, guys, until then. Thanks for being the realist. I'm a feelist. I'm sorry. That last hand nearly killed me.